welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. It's all happening here on Books, the podcast. We've had a bunch of Bud Light <laughs> seltzer iced tea. teas. Um, right here. Look, I got these, uh, what are they? Yeah. Fallen soldiers. Yes. Apple. Tangerine. Currently working on a raspberry. Yeah, well, because you refuse to have any of the pears. Peach. Peaches. Peach. I don't like artificial peach flavor. Tim, the the peach that comes out of these is as good as uh, picking it off a tree yourself. I don't like the pits. Are there pits in <laughs> these cans? There are pits. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, so they chop them up. Choking hazard. Yeah. Uh, I have a very, the, the doctor said I had a very narrow <laughs> throat. Is that true? Yeah. Why was he looking at your throat? Because he's a doctor. He's an ENT. Ear, nose, and throat yeah, specialist? Exactly. I don't know if I've ever been to an ENT. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. They're all connected, though. Yeah, it grosses me out that they're all connected. I don't like to think about it too much. Yeah. Do you <laughs> use a Q-tip? Yes. Do you I know? know you're not supposed to. Yeah, I know. I, I use one every day. It feels now so everybody great. uses spoons, right? You know what? I see that on Instagram. Uh-huh. I also see the thing that has like a spoon with a little camera attached yeah. to it. And you kind of don't want to see, right? No, I kind of want to oh, see. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, you and I are, I think we have, like, I think it's fascinating that the ear, nose, and throat are all connected. Yeah, I mean. Just holes. I think it's interesting. It just, I don't like it. I don't like thinking about it. Yeah. But it does make a lot of sense. You ever have your earwax yanked out by a doctor? No, I'd With love to. I feel like I need to. Yeah. I only Because I a... can't hear a goddamn word you're saying right now. <laughs> I've been reading lips for the past <laughs> decade. It's one of these things, Tom. I got glasses probably eight years ago uh-huh. at the urging of a coworker. Right. Because she was like, you squint all the time. Right, and you had been you had been having a lot of conversations with coat racks. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly, and like narrowly, like I didn't realize it, but like narrowly escaping. Right, you would take a a, a construction elevator up to a construction site. You'd walk along an I beam. Exactly, and you were none the wiser. It's dangerous, I, but all all my all my coworkers and loved ones, they were all like, you oh, "This is yeah." No. Um, but. She was like, I think I think you need glasses. I'm going to take you to the doctor. And she was like older than me. So I was like, oh, this lady could be my mom. I guess I, I'll go. <laughs> I guess I can let her take She's old to- enough to be my mom. I so, know who my mom is. Right. Definitively. Yeah. Um, Tim, I, I think uh, you're, you're skipping something here, which was very embarrassing that at the time you were a professional football referee. And yeah. this was uh, a player, actually, that had told you you needed glasses. A lady football player. And you, you it was uh, Kathy Ireland from uh, Unnecessary Roughness. <laughs> uh, and, and you were taken to the, uh, to the doctor by them. It's exactly what happened. But I went to the, the, the optometrist or whatever. Mm-hmm. I got glasses. And as soon as I put them on, I was like, oh, I have my eyesight is complete shit. Yeah. Like, I see colors i've never seen before mm-hmm. i can read signs on the road and you stuff. couldn't see colors before? yeah this is all like my side <laughs> all right. um i feel like if they sucked the wax out of my ears i'd be <laughs> like holy shit i haven't been hearing 
anything yeah. for at least a couple well, of decades. Well, imagine if they took the shit out of your ears, too. How would I get shit in my ears, Tom? I don't know. That's why I think they should take it out. I got I got the wax yanked out, uh, vacuumed out when I was like maybe like a teenager once. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was simultaneously. It felt much better afterwards, but during it, it felt like they were like irreparably destroying my ears. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a good thing though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was ultimately a like you're this feels like you're breaking my ears and I won't be able to hear after this. You're destroying my eardrums, but I'll trust you. Um but it felt great afterwards, but then they also like shamed me of like look at this. Look what came out. I I don't like when they do that. Yeah, too. where it's like I know that's why I fucking came here. Yeah, there's a problem. Yeah, and you'd be out of business if nobody did this. I can't tell you how many times I've been to a doctor and they're like, uh, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> In what way? Well, this one time I went for an eye exam and they're like, "Well, what glasses do you wear now?" I'm like, "I don't wear glasses now," and they're like, "Uh, what are you doing here?" I'm like, I'm making sure I don't need them. Like, yeah. don't, and like, and I'm fucking paying you right yeah, now. And also, like, there's other shit besides like needing glasses that you should like look into. Yeah. Um, and then, like, my, like what, well, I know, like, my uh, aunt, uh, you know, luckily she, she survived it, but she had a brain aneurysm and she found out, like, afterwards. That like she had no peripheral vision anymore. Oh, jeez! And it was like, oh, that was like a warning sign. But you know, it's like a like a, a frog boiling in water. Like it it went away yeah. so gradually, she didn't notice it. So it's like, yeah, you're also like supposed to check for that kind of shit, you dickheads. And you're also, the doctor, you're, you piece you're of look shit. At, well, this wasn't a doctor; it's like a person at a store. But then, um, uh, the last time, uh, like I got my physical. And I had to go for blood work. They're like, oh, what do you need blood work for? I'm like, I don't. They, they for the tests, here. you dicks. This guy was asking me so many questions and acting like such a dickhead when I was like, I don't know. Where I was just like, my doctor sent me here for you to take my fucking blood. Just take it. There, I was under the impression I wouldn't have to talk to anyone just- here. Took it and then threw it in the garbage. <laughs> or licked it and went yum. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's why. Like, I... I don't need to answer. You're not going to call me later and tell me anything. You don't need to know. Yeah. The order says take this guy's blood and put it in the fucking machine. Just do that. Put it in the fucking machine. You know what? I'll put it in the shit. machine myself. And he was like, that's the wrong machine. What are you doing? You're spraying blood all over the place. <laughs> you put it in the centrifuge, but you didn't put the the, <laughs> the, the cap, cap on it. Yeah, no. yeah. It Half looked like all. one of those spin art things. Don't you think that every? Why don't we have this in society? Every five years, maybe every ten years, mm-hmm. say five. You go and you get cleaned out everywhere. <laughs> They get all the wax out of your ears. Uh They suck everything out of your nose. Yeah. They give you a uh, a colonic. I've had a colonic. I don't recommend it. Uh, You had a coffee colonic, right? Yeah. But no, like, don't you think it'd be better for everybody if it's every, you get a, you know, I bring my car in for a tune up every once in a while. No, I think like. Get the oil changed. 
I think like sucking the wax out of your ears and like sucking the boogers out of your nose. Yeah, that should be not even every 10 years. It should probably be yearly. Like yeah. e- ENTs are missing a trick that they're not like, hey, this is. Uh, you get on the schedule, you, you have to ENTs. Co- you have to come here every year and uh, we'll we'll suck everything out. Yeah. We'll believe anything. Just tell us to do it. We'll, we'll hook up a shop vac. We got a few shop vacs here. We'll, we'll hook everything up. Uh, but I, maybe I'll get one of these these uh, camera spoons. Well, you like you you you'll never pass up uh, the opportunity to buy a small camera that you can put somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know when it might yeah. come in in handy. Tim, this week is not a book week. This is a movie week. Yeah, we should call it movies. The podcast books. The podcast goes to the movies. Starring Gene Siskel and Robert Roger Ebert. <laughs> Robert Ebert. If uh, I know what your answer is going to be here, but if we were Siskel and Ebert, which one would you be? <laughs> well, I don't need to answer that, then, do I? Um, Look, Siskel was taller, mm-hmm. but Ebert was heavier, and you're both of those things. <laughs> yeah, Siskel might have been heavier when it comes because he was taller yeah he was he was thinner but he was a lot so you're siskel i'm ebert sure you never thought like i liked watching those guys yeah i thought he was smarter yeah um you never thought watching both those guys that like they both die tragically yeah yeah and and very young yeah yeah must they have been just, seeing all those movies. Yeah, maybe we should all stop. Go. Maybe it's a good thing that the movie theater system is dying. <laughs> it's coming back. Black Widow did well in the theaters, apparently. Yeah, but it did get... really well streaming as well. Yeah. Black Widow, Tom, your uh, review. Oh, I well, I was telling you earlier, but I, I didn't care for it. I thought it it was... Uh, you don't think women should be the main character in movies? I knew you movies? would say this. I know, because you would say the same thing if I did. <laughs> like this, We accuse each other of things. No, because the thing is, I really like Florence Pugh in it, and I just didn't like Scarlett... I really Scarlet... like Florence Henderson in it. <laughs> I just didn't really like Scarlett Johansson in it. And Florence Pugh's got a real stinker of a name, right? Florence is an old lady's name, <laughs> and, and then Pugh. Pugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's that's what's so it's impressive about her, Tim. Despite her name, she's uh, you're a big uh, fan of hers because you're a big uh, Zach Braff head. Exactly. So yeah. any any woman Zach Braff is dating is all right with yeah. me. Um, no, she's funny. She's and she's got like a very. I thought it was funny because I read one review where it was like, you know, uh, like Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson have great chemistry together. I'm like, no, they don't. Florence Pugh is just good. (laughs) And she has a lot of scenes with Scarlett Johansson. You went on a rant. We were talking online and like, Mm -hmm. you got really upset about Scarlett Johansson as an actress. And I was like, all right. And then you were like going through her entire uh, filmography. Mm -hmm. It's like, and in this, she was wooden. And in this, she wasn't good. And in this, she was really good, but she played an alien, so she was supposed to be unfeeling. Well, it's like, all right, cool. my thing, I don't, who cares? My thing was, I never really thought about it. I, I think I just took it for granted. Like, oh, she's a good actor. And then when I watch 
this movie, which I should like because I like every MCU movie for yeah. the most part. I was Thor like, 2. <laughs> Thor 2 being the, the one I like the most. I was like, oh, I'm just like not enjoying watching this. And that's it. It, would, it just wasn't good. And I don't know why. I don't know. The writing, it, it was just like a weird story for them to tell. Because it takes place after Civil War. But oh, bef- no, this guy's going to get so mad at us on Patreon. <laughs> after Civil War, but before Infinity War. Okay, I don't know. So I'm, in between the wars. Tom, I stopped watching after Civil War. Tom, in my movie okay, book. Okay, well, then you could pick it up right, right from here. Civil War mm-hmm. got an incomplete... I, I, I rate things on an A, B, C, D, uh-huh. F. You, you didn't finish Civil War? I finished it, mm-hmm. but it took me, I think, 12 attempts. I kept falling asleep. Wow. And so I kept rewinding to the same place and then falling asleep within a few minutes. Well, after Civil War, watch uh, Black Widow. See if, because, uh, you know, chronologically, that's the next movie. I think I'm out. I think I'm out on Marvel. I think you, I don't like the Tim, movies. You got to watch Infinity War and Endgame. I know, but like, there's so much that I had to get through to get to that. No, you don't have to watch the other ones. You can just skip I won't them. understand all you the buildup. Because when I come to you and be like, those movies sucked. You'd be like, well, you didn't understand no, all the stuff. I mean, yes, but still you should just do it. But this shit, I don't know. It was just like a weird time. Like, you know, she dies. Spoiler alert. She oh, dies brother. in Infinity War. No, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously this had to be a prequel. And it was like. Because yeah, nobody ever just comes back from the dead for no reason. <laughs> Uh, and it was like, oh, okay, well, maybe this movie will be like her origin story. That'll be neat. Uh, but it wasn't. It was like, this is the story of what happened like 18 months ago. And it's inconsequential because you know, I mean, I guess any prequel is inconsequential. I don't know. It just wasn't that fun Did to Did you watch. learn how she got her name? We already knew how she got her name. Maybe that's why they didn't do an origin story. Uh, but Loki, I loved. Loki is one of my favorite Marvel okay. things now. That's all I'm going to say about it. I feel like Loki, everybody's like, oh, it's the smart one. It's like, it's not that smart. No, I'm not saying it's a smart one. I, I saw it was like, uh, honestly, like the well, the funnest one. Yeah. Like it, it just having a lot of fun. You got Owen Wilson in there going, wow. Yeah. Is Julia Louis Dreyfus in it? She was in the other one. Right? No, she's in Black Widow. Spoiler love, alert. love me some JLD. Yeah. Anyway, Tim. Well, I watched those. I'll tell you what. Black Widow is a better movie than The Secret Dare to Dream, which is the movie that I had to watch as part of my job here as a You're as contractually a obligated. Yeah. Um. Although I want to, I want to say one thing real quick uh, before this because I was doing a little more digging. Um, the book that the 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 secret lady read that you know, remember it was like her daughter gave her a yeah, book. Uh-huh. I found what it's called. It, it's this, I, I told you what it was. The called. science of getting rich. Oh no, that's I I don't know. Well, then this book has something else to do the with it. Science of getting. I mean, yeah. they do like that's part of the danger of this that they like 
we have all this stuff that's like trust science get the vaccine and it's like <laughs> cool i i trust science in that way trust science use the secret yeah and then it's like oh and then they they add all this other stuff onto science that's not really <laughs> science um also uh so jerry o'connell is one of the stars in this movie pro or con jerry o'connell tom pro yeah he seems I love nice enough. sliders is he I've never seen your toe hurts, Tom. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, if you listen to our other podcast in a couple days, uh, Tom hurt his toe. Broke yeah. his toe, maybe? For, yeah, it seems like it. Spoiler alert. It doesn't happen in the show, but yeah. I talk more about um, it. But uh, uh, is, he, is he still married to Rebecca Romaine Stamos? <laughs> <laughs> She's not Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Um, I think so, but I, you know what, Tim? I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, but I was going to say, uh, Jerry O'Connell in this like interview I found, uh, said like, oh yeah, like somebody gave me the secret, you know, the book years ago. And, uh, I, I like in fairness to him or not to his credit, you know, he seemed like as neutral as somebody doing press for a movie based on this book could be of just like somebody gave it to me and like I thought it was really cool and like it helped uh but didn't really get specific but he mentioned the co-star that gave it to him so I looked up because then I was he was like I was working a job and I was like really not having a good time with the boss I really hated him and my co-star and he said this guy's name. He gave me this book and it really helped. By all accounts, the boss that he mentioned that he was having a hard time with seems to have been Donny Osmond. <laughs> what was he working on with Donny uh, Osmond? The uh, $64,000 pyramid reboot oh, yeah, or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Wait, was he like a permanent celebrity guy? He was guy? a celebrity guest on it, and so was this other guy. That's the only thing I could find that they shared credits on, and Donny huh. Osmond was the uh, the host of it. Wow. And I could also see him signing on for a thing like that, and it just like not being what he was expecting, because that's not the, you know, he's a movie and TV fiction guy he's not a like game show guy yeah but i feel like i've seen him on talk shows and stuff he, oh yeah he's a smart enough guy i no, feel no, like I, look, i'm not saying i that. would freeze like a motherfucker on that show on pyramid yeah. specifically um uh like i watch it and it gives me anxiety yeah because well and maybe that was the case and maybe donny osmond was like being a real asshole to him about it you know? Don't you think they should have two feeds for Pyramid? One that shows you, like they show the 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 clue right. that people are trying to guess. Oh, Don't you think you, you should, should be, be able, able to, to play like, along, play along, and, and not, not see, see the, the clue? clue? Yeah, yeah. I put tape on my television. You can't put tape on it, Tom. I've been telling you this. Well, I do it. Was that you making that noise? That was me making I was trying to put ice on my foot. That's why I, I didn't have a sure good retort. We're recording later than normal. Yeah. I wanted to make sure your neighbors weren't banging nah, on the wall. Can. They can't hear anything that goes on near Tim. I've, I've seen You've to it. You've tested that. You stress <laughs> test that. Yeah. Um, so that's what I wanted to say to get this out of the way. Oh, and also, um, 
This movie is directed by the director of Sweet Home Alabama and also stars Josh Lucas from Sweet Home Alabama. Who's Josh Lucas? He's like a hunk. You'd recognize him. Sweet Home Alabama. uh, With uh, Reese Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it definitely feels like they were basically trying to just redo that movie. I was disappointed. So this movie only came out last year. It was supposed to be a theatrical release. It only came out last year? Yeah. My sp- word. It was supposed to be a theatrical release, but then because of COVID, it got pushed, but then they they just put it on VOD. Um, although apparently it got a theatrical release in other countries, but I didn't look to see what countries those were. Can I tell you something, Tom? Yeah, sure. When you look up the book, The Secret, mm-hmm. it's all been re- like is there there are of course many sequels and like spin-off yeah, yeah. workbooks and, like, and shit yeah, like journals yeah um that, that but like when you look up the secret it has now they don't sell the original version of the secret well, i keep it a secret they sell the secret dare to dream mm-hmm. um that i think is meant to be like if you're just getting into the secret now, yeah, yeah. like, all right, let's well, let's I trick you into s- this and then also like make you in their mind go to the movie and yeah. kind of um juice the the box office for it. Well, and I could also see like uh, what that that original movie was 2006. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It probably looks like shit. It's probably it was probably filmed with, you know, like non HD cameras. Right. And, and it was more of an infomercial. Exactly. It, was, it wasn't like. So I'm sure it's it's mostly just like we can't upscale this to make this like right. not look dated at this point. Um, but I was like trying to just kind of find. I think it's too new of a movie that there really isn't like information out there about like who funded this. Like what, you know, was this like a studio release? Like how much of this was like, you know, whatever studio, uh, obviously like some studio made it, but like, did the funding come from, you know, the secret foundation or whatever. Right. Uh, I will say it looked good. It looked like a movie. Uh, the actors in it were good enough. They acted like it was a real movie. Uh, it was mostly just like the plot and storyline that was just real, real, real bad. So the movie starts. We're in uh, Louisiana. Are you looking up uh, stuff about the movie? No, there is a chapter at the end of the book that they've added ah. about the movie. And they do have secrets from the set, but Ooh, I'll share those later. Okay. And you, I, uh, you can tell they're juicy because uh, they're quotes from Katie Holmes and Josh, Josh Lucas oh, wow. about how inspiring the, the movie was to them personally. Um, so uh, we open on uh, Josh Lucas like driving around. Oh no, we open on like Katie. Um, <laughs> you're 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 not really. Uh... <laughs> I think we open on like Katie Holmes is like buying fish from a fisherman. But we don't really know what the fuck directly going from on. a fisherman. Yeah, she's like on the boat. Like at first, I thought she was a fisherman, 
but it was like, oh, she's buying like seafood for a restaurant. Louisiana's crazy, huh? Yeah, so it's in Louisiana. Um, I mean, that's not crazy. That happens in other places. Have you, you ever you gone get... on a boat to I'm, buy fish? I, I don't work for a restaurant. The film is perfectly set in Louisiana, shares producer Robert Katz about the film's uh, shooting about location. About where the film is shot. It just belongs here. And then uh, producer Robert Court said, working class families are so underrepresented in film and television. Yeah. This is like a movie working class family, though. When we decided to come to Louisiana to film, we decided we'd be on the North Shore. We're not going to be in the tourist section. Mm-hmm. Tom, this is NFT, not yeah. for tourists. Um, It's that movie middle class where it's like, and actually they do explain the movie because like one of her kids like, says something about like them being poor and she's like we're not poor we're broke so like they used to have money but now they're broke so right. i take it back but uh but yeah i guess they're kind of working class they have like a nice house but it's like run down and like they're they're having trouble making ends meet um you find out later that so it's katie holmes she's got three kids uh the oldest is 15 turning 16 and then, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a 10-year-old and, like, a 5-year-old. Um, maybe, like, a 6-year-old, 7-year-old. And you find out that she's a uh, widow. Her, her her husband died five years ago. Oh. So she's been having trouble. How did he die? We'll get to that. Okay. But we don't know that at first. Um, so we see that kind of establishing. But you're, it doesn't really establish anything because you're, like, a skate home, a fisherman. I don't really understand. Uh, Josh Lucas is driving around in a in a truck, and he's got a he's got a Manila envelope, and it has the secret seal on it. Oh, and you're like, I've well. seen that yeah. seal. It's on the cover. It's on the cover um, of the dang book, for Christ's sake. And and we see everybody in in uh, in uh, uh, New Orleans is worried about an ink uh, like a hurricane that's coming. So everybody's mm-hmm. like, you know, shopping for food and stuff. Uh, low-key panicking um kay holmes goes to the dentist she has to go to the dentist uh because she likes saltwater taffy a lot and now she needs to get a root canal oh uh, because of the saltwater taffy yeah and it's like another expense twenty three hundred dollars uh, okay. on top of you know she she Do you can't have dental make... insurance tom no but but i have like my mom used to work for a dentist, so like I have it under the table. Taking, yeah, why? Got some bootleg. I think I need a root canal. Okay. Do you have dental insurance? I think so. If not, I can do it. Yeah, you do that for me. Yeah, I do You're it. For good you. friend, Tom. Um. So, uh, uh, my it, mouth hurts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> She's. She's like driving around. She gets a, uh, a FaceTime call from her mother-in-law. Uh, and she's like arguing with her kid and she winds up hitting a car. Oh, because she's on a FaceTime call while driving. Yeah. So Josh Lucas, he goes to he goes to a house. they don't know each other. No. Okay. He's going to deliver a letter and uh, he goes to Katie Holmes's house. But we don't know it's her house yet. Uh, or maybe we do. I don't know. 
But her son's there. Her son's like I can't remember guys in movie. Like if I see a guy in one scene of the movie <laughs> and the next scene of the movie. I don't know if it's the yeah, same guy. Yeah, you're just looking out for the women. Yeah, you're just let, clocking babes. No, no, any, any anybody. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell uh, people from scene to scene, and I certainly wouldn't be able to be like, oh, this house I recognize from. <laughs> Tim, from- I think you have a learning disability. I think you should get checked out if you can't remember somebody from one scene to another. <laughs> no, if they have a like unique haircut, I can. All right. Otherwise, I'm just like, this is a generic Nobody in this really has unique haircuts. They're all Uh, pretty uh, standard haircuts. uh, Um, Might have trouble with this movie. Josh Lucas is is trying to drop off this envelope. He goes, uh, the kid's fishing. He's like, your mom here? And she's like, no. And they talk for a bit. And then the kid's like, hey, don't. When you find my mom and give her that envelope, don't tell her you talk to me. I'm not allowed to talk to strangers. He's like, all right. Mm -hmm. So then, uh, fast forward, Kay Holmes, she's on the phone. She rear ends him, the oh, Josh man. Lucas, and he doesn't know who she is. And it's pretty manifested. And her, uh, her uh, oh, we've already seen by this point a little manifestation on both their parts of Katie Holmes manifesting bad things, mm. Josh Lucas manifesting good things. Um, He's like, uh, you know, don't go to insurance. Her bumper fell off, but his car was fine. And he's like, you know, I'll follow you home. I'll fix your bumper. And she's like, okay. They get there. And he's like, well, look at this. It's the same house. And he's thinking like, oh, synchronicity because of the secret. Yeah, he knows. He's got the envelope with the seal on it. Yeah. Um, he's like, if you have a little duct tape and some spray foam, I can fix this. And meanwhile, I'm thinking like, yeah, but that's going to look like shit. That's going to be like a real bad fix job. Just I'm going to tape your fucking bumper back on. What is the the other thing? Spray foam? Spray foam. Yeah. Yeah. It's like something you can use to like seal up, you know, like uh, if you got something. Does she have spray foam in the movie? She did. Yeah. Spray foam in the movie? The kid knew where to get it. The kid's like a little bit of a tinkerer. Yeah. Um I don't have any spray foam. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. Do you? Um, yeah, I got some spray foam in my car in you case I get a flat. Sex stuff? Not for sex stuff. Um Katie Holmes, she's like she's manifesting so much bad shit. She's trying to make food for her kids' dinner. She put in uh she's making them chicken nuggets. She put the chicken nuggets in the microwave, still in the bag. What a what a doof. And the and the bag, of course, melted, and her teenage daughter's like, Mom, you fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> Is there cursing in no, this movie? There's no, okay. it's Ray PG. But she does get so mad at her mom where I'm like, come on, relax. Like, your mom's harried. Um the kid she, comes in. She's a she's a harried, ugly old woman played by <laughs> Katie Holmes, the, 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 the most beautiful woman in the world. Josh Lucas comes in and he starts like explaining the secret at this point to like the kids, and it's who like, who is Josh Lucas? Do we he's know just yet? Some fucking guy at this point. Why was he going to? Will we so find this out? We we get the idea at this point that like he's like a real big guy into the secret. We're okay, like we know this. We're we're also he's like I'm gonna I'm I, one of the kids actually asked me he's like are you like a Buddhist or something because he's like 
wants to be helpful where she's like, why are you helping me? Why are you fixing my car? And he's like, because I can like, why, you know, I am in a position to help you. So I'm going to help you. Um, he explains the secret. He explains the law of attraction to these kids. And the kids are like, you know, uh, their, their dinner just got all fucked up. And he's like, and the kids are like, we want pizza. We want pizza. And he's like, well, maybe you can manifest pizza. If you think about it, ding dong, pizza delivery, man. What? <laughs> it happens that quickly. Wow. So we find Tom, out. We got to get on this. <laughs> if you can get pizza like that. Um, Oh, and Tom, let's chant. We want pizza. We want <laughs> no, pizza. Tim, you said it. We're recording kind of late. That's the last thing I need. My neighbors. Are you in there chanting with another man? We want pizza. Yeah, but what, Tom, what if we chanted that for a couple minutes, five minutes? And then pizza showed up. Pizza is not going to show up. It's just going to be my neighbor. Pizza. We want pizza. So. We want at we this point, not. even the before, you know, he's telling the kid, like, you got to manifest. You got to think about what you want. And he stops saying we want pizza under your breath. And uh, the kid's like, yeah, I want like stuffed crust with the cheese in the crust. This kid manifests so hard that a non pizza delivery comes with a stuffed crust pizza. Did they normally make stuffed crust? I don't know. But I would tell me more about this pizza. It looks like it looks like a Pizza Hut pizza that they just didn't, you know, have the sign off. Really hungry. Um, pizza uh, or the pizza shows. I'm up. attracting pizza to us we, right now. We Tom. find out that uh, the pizza was sent by Katie Holmes's boss slash boyfriend Jerry O'Connell, mm. playing a character named Tuck Middendorf. Tuck Middendorf. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, sounds like a nice enough guy. Send him stuffed crust pizza to right. his employees. Um, who he's also banging. The uh, 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 Josh Lucas, you know, he's finished his job. He leaves. Um, the the storm comes in that night, knocks over a tree. Tree goes through the roof. Big hole in the roof. Water coming in. All all that stuff. Um. Oh, I have in my notes here, movie trivia. Maybe you'll be interested in knowing this. I knew this. But I wrote the trivia here. Mm. Watches, because Josh Lucas has like a big watch, I kept noticing. It looked, mm. it looked like a nice watch. Um, watches belong to the prop department, not the costume department, because they have moving parts. Hmm. You just knew that. I That's knew why, that. Yeah. yeah, I got told that on a movie set once. What movie set? I think I'll walk to remember. The only movie set you've ever been on? Um, yeah, I've been on a few TV sets, but I think that's yeah. the only movie How set. did that come up on the set of A Walk to Remember? Because uh, I was uh, helping out the prop master. Oh, uh, okay. And that was like one of the only interesting things he had to tell me. <laughs> He's like, you see, I have the watches. Now, you might think those belong to the costume department, but they don't. Where you're just like, fuck you. In two years, I'm going to be your boss. <laughs> no, I wasn't like that. I was like, which one's Mandy Moore's watch? Can I wear it? Um, Can I smell her watch? <laughs> Does she like wear it a lot enough that it gets stinky? Um, we find How do they deal with uh, continuity with watches? I think mo- I don't think they, do they worry just stop about the it watch? that much. Yeah. I think most of the time... 
Like, what if it, it's a shark watch? If, what if is it, a digital watch? If it's going to be a close up where you're going to be able to see the time, then they'll set it, you know. Mm. Um, but I other, would take the hand off the watch. Otherwise, I think no, because then that would be weird. That would be distracting. It's you. less distracting than the hands being on the watch. I think otherwise they just set it to around the time. Um, no, but what I'm saying is. Time marches on, right? <laughs> All right. Tom, anyway. No, Tom, time, time is always... The, 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 so, like, they're filming numerous takes. Yeah. Rewind the watch. They're going to rewind Not the watch every, every time, time? but maybe after an hour they'll do it. That's bullshit. Well, then an hour wouldn't make a difference. It's like 15 minutes. Now that, if you're doing the you, same shot... Yes, and if you're going to see the watch that clearly, they will do that. Every time before every, every time. take, they yeah. reset the watch. Yeah, if if you're gonna like prominently see it, you might as well just have oh, them not wear the a watch. Up. Who cares? I'm trying to get through this movie. <laughs> Tell so. me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, I explained it to you once. I don't know how to be any more clear about it. I'm asking valid questions here. You're the one who brought that fucking piece of trivia. I'm telling you, I this is what I think they do, and you're telling me like, yeah, but what about? Yeah, it? I'm like, well, I don't in know. The fucking prop department. <laughs> worked in the prop department for one movie. And only for like a day, two days. Maybe. You, how did that even happen? I don't even care. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Did um, you meet Mandy Moore? Yeah, I met Mandy Moore. I was, was going to nice? teach her how to play baseball. But you don't know how to play baseball. <laughs> no, I knew more than her. She didn't even know how to swing a bat. Do you know how to swing a bat? I would have pretended like I yeah, did. Right. It would have been enough. Yeah. They would have used movie magic. The <laughs> same movie magic they used to make her watch always look the same. Yeah. All right. Oh, but no, the prop master that I was working with, he was a former uh, minor league baseball player. Oh, so they didn't need you there at all. No, no. But he was like, you can help me out. I was uh, like, yeah, I'll help you out. Can oh. I touch her? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, you pitch. I'll be the catcher, and I'll be touching her the whole time, <laughs> just with my foot. Just I'll have my foot out against her. Foot. Mandy Moore's cool. Mandy Moore's great. Yeah. Beautiful uh, woman. She was very, very nice. Yeah. Um. So uh, I didn't know that uh, looks don't mean that much to me, but <laughs> so they. They reveal at this point that they they show like a flashback, um, because uh, 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 Josh Lucas's character's name is Bray, and he's, Bray, he, yeah, and he's the fuck, he's like fixing up the the hole for the tree. Did I mention this? Oh, he like comes back and he's like, oh, I'll fix that hole that in the tree, tree left. Or that in the roof. Oh, okay. From the tree. I was like, the hole in the tree that you repair isn't a thing. And she's like, an owl probably this, lives this in there. This is going to cost me like thousands of dollars. And he's like, $500 worth of like, uh, you know, lumber and stuff. I'll fix it for you. And uh, she's, you know, out for the day or whatever. And some spray foam. Yeah. This guy's obsessed with spray foam. And he looks at uh, a, a family photograph with her dead husband 
and he's looking at it and then he has a flashback to like meeting her husband at a conference oh was he a piece of shit <laughs> we don't know yet but we're like oh that's that's something that's who plays weird. the husband some no name i don't know if he's a no name so, i didn't recognize him yeah i mean just so far everybody's been a name yeah um even though I'm not sure who Josh Lucas is. And then later that night, Josh Lucas calls his girlfriend. Is it Brayden? Bray? Short for Brayden? Yeah. I don't know. They didn't get into okay. it. Uh, he like calls his girlfriend and he's like, yeah, I'm going to be here for a few more days, whatever. Oh, he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. So we're like, oh, well, I guess this movie's not going to go the way I thought. She's got a boyfriend. He's got a girlfriend. Yeah. How can this work? Um. We find out that uh, Katie Holmes has a very weird relationship with Jerry O'Connell because apparently they've been dating for like around four years, but like she's still keeping him like very much at arm's length. You know what I mean? She's a, she's got a, a, so many fears inside her. Yeah, well, and that's what they say, but it's like, yeah, but also like. Maybe she shouldn't date her boss at all. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. It, do they play it off as like, it's not weird that she's dating her boss, but it, it like the thing is like, oh yeah, no, it's just tough for a, a single mother to, to date. They don't really play anything off as weird. Okay. You know, it's, it's very much like you, you kind of have to get an idea. Like, it's more weird that it's like, oh, they've been together for four years and like, he doesn't really have a relationship with the kids. Like the kids know him, of course, but it's like, you get the impression like, oh, he doesn't ever stay over the house and she never stays over his house. Right. Um, that'd be against God's well, teachings. Exactly. Well, it's just more like, it seems like an affront to the almighty. I don't know. It just seems like a weird relationship. Um, uh, Bray, he's like, you know, uh, looking around or wherever, uh, you know, he's like day two working on the roof. He sees like a, a big old like sheet of plastic, uh, you know, floating down the bayou. And it's like that body. That's the secret. I'm going to get this shitty piece of plastic out of the river I'm going to use that to make a skylight for this home. <coughs> and it looks beautiful once he's done. But also it's like, that's not the same piece of plastic he took out of the river. The piece of plastic he took out of the river was like corrugated. And this is a flat piece. Whatever. In the continuity, in the, in the context of the movie. Um, so now. You gotta suspend your disbelief, Tom. Tuck- you also know that like. Katie Holmes's name isn't what what is her name in the movie? Melissa? Yeah. Something like that, I think. You, Miranda. Are be, Miranda. Are you gonna be like, he keeps calling her Miranda. I'm her name saying, is Katie. I'm just saying, like, he 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 makes it beautiful looking when it's like that wouldn't you you took a piece of plastic out of the river. Anyway. Right. Um the the no restaurant works, so the restaurant was closed during the hurricane, but now it's reopening, so they have like a big reopening. And guess what? Tuck proposes to Katie Holmes. Tuck is Jerry O'Connell? Yeah. Yeah. In front of everyone. Uh, so she says yes and, you know, gets gets the ring and all that. Say yes to the dress is what I say. Yeah. And then she's like, she's going to stay over his place. Um, 
and uh, her mother-in-law. Yeah, Tim's doing the sex fingers right now. Uh, the mother-in-law is going to stay at her house, watch the kids. She's going to go get laid by her new fiance. She, oh, and we, we've also learned at this point that like Jerry O'Connell's got money. Like he's, he's kind of loaded. He's moneyed. Yeah. But like she refuses any kind of help. Um, wait, she works at a restaurant and he owns the restaurant. Yeah. Okay. I forgot. I thought she owned the restaurant. No, then... that's what it like kind of seemed like at first, like they were partners or something, but it's like she's the manager of the restaurant. Got I it. Think. Is it a nice restaurant? It looks pretty nice. It's a seafood restaurant. Oh, I mean, yeah. uh, apparently it is a real seafood restaurant called Middendorf's in New Orleans. Oh, wow. And you know what? Watching the movie, I was like, that's a nice big sign that says Middendorf's that looks like it's a you know the the permanent sign and so they just named the character after the existing Tucker Middendorf let me ask you this Mm -hmm. have you ever been to New Orleans no I haven't yeah me neither you want (laughs) to go there yeah let's go we can go there for the jazz fest I'd rather not no they got rock music there now (laughs) um the Foo Fighters are playing this year I think are they yeah uh, he, she wakes up the next morning and he's like, take a look outside. I got something for you. And it's a fucking brand new Range Rover with a, with a, a, a big bow on it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, you didn't. He's like, you're my fiance. I can't have you driving around in that beat up old caravan. What will people think? What will people think? This guy sucks. D- does he play it? Like you should, you should no, think he, he kind of plays it as a joke. Just like his whole part. Yeah, like that. That type of like, okay. he's joking around. Yeah. There's but like, a, does is he a dick in the movie? No. And it's weird because like, at times it feels like you're supposed to think he's a dick. But it's like, eh, this guy's not really a dick. Like, so there's a part where like, he comes to the house to like, check out who it is that's like working, you know, like uh, working on the roof. And you're kind of supposed to be like, oh, he's jealous. But it's more like he's like, she's being real shady about who's working on her roof. And like, she's got three kids and she has left this guy. Like, I kind of want to make sure this guy's not stealing anything. And then he even says to the guy, like, well, you're not licensed. Like, (laughs) and it's like, that's a very good point. Like, nobody knows who this guy is. He's like, I'll fix the roof. And it's like, well, this... Might He's got an envelope with a nobody knows that except for the boy, and he's been sworn to secrecy. Oh, another weird thing about this uh, this movie is it seems like none of the cars had license plates on them. Hmm. <laughs> and that noticed, just might be Louisiana. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. none of them had license plates that I saw. Um, so. Uh, Oh, I have Tuckett's real mad. I forget why. That's okay. We get, we're running out of time yeah. here, Tim. Well, and I got a lot more. Um, so now there's a flashback from Bray where he's flashing back to remembering being the the sole survivor of a plane crash, like somewhere in like you know some like fucking snow covered mountain. He manifested a plane crash that he would be the sole <laughs> survivor. I don't know. 
but it's just like there's like wreckage and all of a sudden he's just like <laughs> and like he gets up and like puts a blanket on him and then like he gets rescued and you're like what the fuck is that about um, I wouldn't want to be the sole survivor I mean I guess I would rather be the sole survivor than a than guy. not a survivor so uh the the wouldn't you be pissed if you were like, you had the choice, and you were like, nah, and then like somebody else was a soul survivor. Yeah, that's why I would be like, sure, I'll be the yeah. soul. I'll look, whatever it takes, I'll be a survivor, yeah. please. Um, I'll leave it up to you whether I'm the sole survivor or not. Yeah. Uh, the daughter's having a birthday party. This was like a little bit of a of a problem because, like, you know, they don't have money. And we find out like another girl in her grades having like a big party with food trucks. And obviously they can't afford that. So like nobody's going to go to her party. And uh, Bray is like, well, what do you like? And she's like, well, I like saltwater taffy like my mom. And he's like, why don't you have like a saltwater taffy birthday party where you make saltwater taffy? It's a great idea. Everybody loves it. And then the daughter's like, you have to come to the party now. And now Tucker's like, what? Like, why is this weird guy at, at this party? But we find out the mother-in-law has Googled Bray. And and it, it tells Katie Holmes what she found. And what she found is basically that um, Bray uh, killed. No, didn't kill the, the uh, Katie Holmes' husband, but stole his invention. What? Yeah. Stole what was his, his invention? Inven- he was an inventor, we 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 learned earlier. I'd like to be an inventor. Yeah, well, be careful, because a guy like Bray- I was led to believe that inventor was a job that you can have. It is. It's a tough job. Do you though. know any inventors? No, it's a tough job. Yeah, nobody- There is no actual inventors. Yeah, there, there are. The, the kids just, at the invention conventions, maybe. <laughs> kids at the invention conventions- um, so she like, she, you know, she's finds this out. She storms up to Bray, slaps him in the face. Yeah. It's like a very slow slap. Wait, you don't though. find out what the invention is. Well, here's the thing. Is it like a jerk off machine or something? <laughs> no, the invention is like you pedal and the, the <laughs> hand jerks you off. The, glo- <laughs> the glove jerks you off. That's why he was too embarrassed. Yeah. It's like your your husband told me this in confidence, but it was a brilliant idea. It was the only thing that 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 helped me survive water. that plane yeah. crash. <laughs> I was laying there dying, and I said, "No, you son of a bitch! You have to live and invent the jerk off machine, <laughs> the pedal powered." Um, we uh, she gets slapped. She he slaps gets, yeah. him, but gently. Yeah. And she's like, you knew my husband? Like, how did you know him? Uh, and he's like, uh, <laughs> or she's like, when's the last time you saw my husband? Something like that. Yeah. He goes, the last time I saw him was when I was sitting next to him on a plane. Wow. It is the plane crash that killed her husband that he is the sole survivor of that she just, I don't know, didn't know that, didn't like pay oh, yeah. enough attention yeah, that would that would be like on the news. Yeah, if your if your significant other died in a plane crash, that one person was their survivor. Yeah, of, you'd find out about that guy. You would know that person's yeah. name. You would know what they looked like, especially in this. It was when like, like when it's like, oh, he was sitting in the seat next to your husband. Yeah. Hey, did he say anything? 
Like, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, he th- gave me the secret to his, his jerk-off machine. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't shut up about it. The whole plane ride. <laughs> no, it's just this, like, really... And this is what I'm talking about, that the movie's bad. Because it just has this, like... It's even pretty good up until this point. Really convoluted, like... They met at a conference, an engineering conference, just randomly in line. He mentioned his invention to uh, Josh Lucas. Josh Lucas is like, that sounds like a good invention. I know some investors that would be interested. Let's take a private plane there like right Mm. now. And then the plane crashes and everybody dies. Um, We also find out that he has like, sold he got the invention patented and the envelope was the patents that he was trying to deliver to her Mm. yet he didn't just fucking say anything well why why did he keep fixing her stuff instead of just giving them to her because he thought she seemed real miserable and he thought he could like help her like see the sunny side of life before Doing things that would tangibly help her? Before mentioning to her, oh, this- He was going to give her the patents that would presumably make her rich, right? Not only that, in the envelope was a check for (laughs) $104,000, which would have been immensely helpful. But instead, he's like, maybe you shouldn't be such a sourpuss. Maybe you shouldn't be such a grumpy Gus. Maybe you should- and then she's like, hey, why didn't you tell me this? smile more. Yeah. Hey, ma'am, all the problems in your life, it's because you're attracting them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, this is where it just gets so stupid of like, why the fuck wouldn't he? And he's like, it just never seemed like the right time. It always, This woman is constantly in fear that she doesn't have enough money and it's not a like, Oh, she can't keep up with the Joneses. It's like, she just has to open an envelope and she's, she, all her problems are solved. He's like, there wasn't the right time to give you that envelope that was going to solve all (laughs) your fucking problems. So it was in the mailbox that got, uh, blown away during Uh, the hurricane, but he gets, he like calls up and gets another one sent out. Um, so yeah, it's just so stupid. And like, like I was starting to say, I want to watch this movie. How long was this movie? An hour and 47 minutes. Jeez. It, it felt longer. And, um, it's Tom before 2007, <laughs> yeah. an hour and 47 minutes would have been the longest movie you've ever seen. Yeah. Well, if you watch this, it will feel like the longest movie you've ever seen. Mm. And it's just. It's not that it's like, oh, I don't have enough money to like go on vacation. It's literally that she's like, me and my children might be homeless soon. Like, I'm I'm marrying a guy and it's not overt, but maybe it is kind of for money a little bit. So it's real dumb. I'd marry someone for money. Um, the, Wouldn't you? The, I'm finishing. I'm desperate. not answering this. <laughs> There's a... Um, and the, the I'm already che- married. I can't. <laughs> the check. I thought you did get married for money. No, she got married for money. <laughs> the, I'm loaded. Tom. The check is for one hundred and four thousand dollars, which turns out to be exactly how much she needs to like pay off her debts 
fix the roof, do all this other shit. So well, it's the secret. The fucking roof is fixed already. He tells, uh, he's uh, Josh Lucas is like checking out of his hotel. And there's been this like, I don't know, D plot of like him, him talking with the receptionist, the receptionist is saying for her LSATs. And like, as he's leaving, uh, he's like, good luck on the LSAT. She's like, well, I'm going to need it. I'm going to fail him. And he like stops and comes back and he's like, can you see yourself as a lawyer? And she's like, I can. And he's like, then that's what you have to focus on. Mm. Use the secret. But he never calls the secret the secret. He never says, like, I read this book yeah, from Barnes are. and Noble. And that's what. Uh, um, yeah, this guy is spreading the word of something that is just like the most. Yeah, mass I watched thing. I watched an episode of Oprah. Yeah. and She was talking about this. Um now the kids are using the secret. The kids use the secret to like get them well, a like, table at a restaurant. Nice. Um, she tells the kids that Tucker proposed to her in public to hedge his bets because he wasn't sure what she would say. And he thought like, well, if I ask her in public, she'll have to say yes in front of all these people. Um, they find the mailbox that that got blown mm-hmm. away. And they find like the letter from from him in it with like an, another copy of the patent and the check. And they treat this like it's a big revelation, but it's like he he gave yeah, this to this you was... and he said it was in the mailbox. The mailbox got blown away. You found it. And it's like, oh, he was telling the truth. And it's like, that doesn't really matter because he did give you the patent and the mm-hmm. check. Um, what was the invention? Do we know? It was like a bore. It was like for like an HVAC unit, mm. <laughs> like a way to like save energy. Like they a little bit tried to make it like, oh, this is going to like be like a big, you know, uh, revolution of energy. But then they like immediately walk it back of like they should have just made it a jerking off machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, So she's like, oh, man, the letter was real. I guess I'm in love with him. She decides to break. She's in love with him at that point. She doesn't say it, but she decides to break off the engagement. She goes to Jerry O'Connell's workplace where where she also works. They must have only had Jerry O'Connell for like another hour that day because she's like, I'm giving you the ring back. He's like, all right. (laughs) And then she's like, I should probably quit, too. And he's like, yep. And then that's it. Uh, engagement four-year relationship engagement job all ended without any kind of argument nothing um she drives to i think virginia maybe is where bray lives to like we don't really know what but bray's girlfriend opens up the door it's a beautiful house big house and she opens up the door and he's, she's like, is Bray here? And she's like, no, you, uh, he's out of town. She's like, oh. And then uh, the the girlfriend's like, wait a minute, who are you? And she's like, I'm uh, Miranda. He's a friend. She's like, you're Miranda. You're the one my brother's been talking about so much, huh? Not a girlfriend, a live-in sister. Uh. <laughs> Who's like also like twenty years younger. 
That happens sometimes. And she was a mistake, Tom. <laughs> and they they so it's like a like a twenty five year old woman and a forty five year old brother and sister living together. Yeah, it's fine. It seemed a little because they like had to play it. You had to Don't think forget it was the kids. A, hmm. The kids are gonna live with them too. What kids? Her kids. What are you talking about? He his kids. What does that have to do with him living with the sister? Because they're going to get married. Well, it's just weird because like they had to play it so that that was a twist. So then you think back about the two of them together because there's like a scene where they're like watching a Did movie Did they ever together. show them having sex? No, but they show them like kind of cuddling together. Uh, and you're like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. Bray seems like a weirdo. He is a weirdo. He's a big weirdo. Um, and we find out that Bray went to her house, even though at this point it's like he's been told, like, get the fuck away. Right. But he went back, which is like grounds for a restraining order, but there's like kind of a romantic. So Jerry O'Connell just was like thrown to the curb and he was like, all right, bye. Yeah. And meanwhile, it's like there is nothing. Why would nothing- he take that role? There was nothing bad about him. And it's like not a, if anything, it was like, uh, he was dating this woman who like didn't, wasn't into him, but didn't have the guts to just be like, I'm not into you. Yeah. Who's Rebecca Romaine Stamos been in lately? Um, so we, uh, Bray is driving back down, uh, or up, no down. She's driving back up. I don't know. There are two ships in the night. One of them, one of them, uh, I think Katie Holmes says we're like two ships in the night. But then they're like, we can meet at like a Waffle House midway. And they meet at the Waffle House. Um, Oh, he's like, well, it's out of the way for you. And she says, what's a couple more hours when I realize I could have anything I want? Because now she yeah, is doing the yeah. secret. They meet together in the parking lot. They both like put their hands up and like lock hands. And then he like kisses her hand. It's very weird and very awkward of like, what is this embrace? But then they walk to the Waffle House. They like hold hands and then they kiss. And like, it's a pretty sensual kiss. I'll tell you. Josh Lucas and Katie Holmes. Yeah. And then, um, do you think Tom Cruise has seen this movie? No, I think he, I think her and Nicole Kidman, it's like they might as well be dead. I don't they're, know. They're cut out 100%. I feel like he's so obsessive about so many things, especially since he this is, is like but I think- a Scientology esque scam. Mm. I think he's just kind of like, What's going on with this? No, uh, I I think it's the only way he can like get over those betrayals to him is that he has to be like you're dead. Yeah, you, mm. you don't exist anymore. Um, and then they like fast forward to that Christmas, and they're they're all living with Bray now, and this the sister is there, and he's he got uh the, kissing Bray. He got the one girl uh, a pony because she had wanted a pony and she said she wanted a pony. And my summation of this movie is she rear-ended him, but in the end, he rear-ended her. 
In what way do you mean rear? In a sexual way, Tim. <laughs> Doggy style. Do they sex. show it? They don't show it. I don't think there is a single curse in the movie, and there's just the one kiss. It is. I'm actually surprised it's PG. I think it could have been G-rated. Mm. It wasn't for all that. Uh... There was nothing in that movie that was interesting, huh? No. Can't believe you watched the it. Performances... I would have lied and said I watched it. <laughs> I was trying. It, it's on Amazon Prime Video. I was trying to figure out. Oh, there you was... didn't steal it? No. I feel like you. I was trying to figure out if there was a way to play it at like double speed because like it moves so slow too and i'll tell you what like everybody in it is like good with what they're given like they're all charming enough when they have to be and everything but the dynamics are just weird the the whole jerry o'connell thing is unnecessary where it's like no you can just have her be like i after my husband died i didn't think i could love again or I didn't want to get involved. I thought like, you know, oh, only bad things happen to me. There's like no reason for her to like be in a weird relationship with him where he's also not really involved in her life. And then he proposes and then she gives that up. And then there's no reason why they have to trick you into thinking Bray has a girlfriend when really it's his sister. When it's like, well, the fucking poster shows the two of them holding hands or yeah. whatever. Well, Tom, it's stakes and tricks. That's what these yeah. movies are about. Well, and then again, ultimately, the like, there's absolutely no reason why he couldn't tell her. Oh, I knew your husband. You probably know that. Remember, you saw me on it's the news. The only way. You I can know, get her but to it's learn a cheap the secret. Way. It's a cheap. Everything in it is just kind of like silly. And You're cheap. <laughs> this movie's great. <laughs> it looks good. Like it looks nice. Like uh, it you know it looks like they filmed on location. There's not that many locations, but it does look beautiful. Hmm. Like it, it doesn't look like the movie was super cheap. Does this make you more or less likely to? read and embrace the secret um i think no difference and it was actually kind of weird in how little the secret had to like do with it you know what i mean i think they were smart in that way yeah that like they they're trying to get people in with like if it was like look look at the success they had look look at who's talking now (laughs) The dog and the cat, um, with a straight up infomercial. Yeah, I think what they were thinking was like, all right, now if we get people in, it's it's like uh, the uh, the science fiction books mm-hmm. compared to Dianetics, right? right? They already released their Dianetics. Yeah, where this is like, we're just going to kind of like feed you the ideas. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll be intrigued enough that you'll buy the fucking book. All they want is for people to buy the fucking book, right? Uh, No, I'm sure there are like courses and seminars and stuff, and that's what they, that's where they're- Let's get real into the secret, Tom. (laughs) I made a vision board, Tim. You made one? Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even show you my vision board. I was going to buy a whole bunch of magazines and Uh, bring them here tonight. 
but I didn't. But you didn't. Yeah, I noticed you didn't. Well, I can't be the only guy that makes an effort for this show. Jim, I made a goddamn vision board. Let me see. You're bringing it up on a computer. Hey, Siri. No, don't. Tim, you're it's making things worse. Open vision board. <laughs> That's not how computers work. <laughs> it's showing co- your contact information. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> how did that happen? Because it heard me say Tim. And it thought it that both of us said, show me Tim. Hey, Siri, call AJ. No, don't fucking call anybody. <laughs> Fucking after midnight. What are you doing? Get out of my house. <laughs> I was trying to call AJ. Ooh, it's his vision board. Uh, we'll post this on the Patreon, but I, uh, but I want you to take a look at it. All right, I'm going to describe it. Okay. It's got nine pictures on it. Number one is, oh, you badly photoshopped onto a Segway. And... Look at what's on my back. Uh, it's a Rocketeer. Pack. Okay, yeah. jetpack. Mm-hmm. Next is a bunch of uh, ladies in bikinis toasting. I was trying champagne. to find just like a picture of a pool party, but every picture of a pool party was like, like teenage girls pool parties. Yeah. So I had to find some adult women pool party. I think some of these girls might be underage, Tom. Um, next is you shaking hands with Oprah with the Slender Man outside. The Slender Man's in that picture. I didn't notice that. What is going on outside the window? Oh, I don't. Oh, my God. I don't know what. That wasn't in there before. <laughs> well, that's me shaking hands with Oprah and thanking her for the secret. Somebody... Out, is outside of the window in a disturbing fashion. Um, then you have, uh, is this a Dave and Buster's or just a, That's just an a arcade? home arcade? Home arcade. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then a pizza machine. Yeah, a pizza machine that I would also have in my home. Nice. Ooh, a homemade roll, a backyard roller coaster. Yeah. Uh huh. And you. Yeah, I'm riding it. Riding it. <laughs> you holding a monkey while you're wearing a suit. Yep. A tuxedo. Uh-huh. Because I've always wanted to hold a monkey. Another arcade. One time I had an opportunity to hold a monkey. I was... Uh, Did you freak out? No, I was in like a Caribbean island with a with an old girlfriend and somebody threw a monkey at her. <laughs> it was like, you know, a scam. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, now yeah, you got to yeah. take the picture. And I don't know. Something about it I just didn't like. Where I was like, I don't want to hold this monkey. And then later that night, she got like a huge rash from where the monkey was. <laughs> I remember that. That was a whole thing. You put another picture of a home arcade? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> There's a picture of uh, the mask from the movie The Mask. Yeah, I'd like to have the mask. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. This is what The Secret- Somebody stop me. This is what The Secret didn't cover. Yeah, what if you want the mask from The Mask? Yeah, or what if you want to fly? Yeah. Are there people out there flying? They're like, you can get whatever you want. Uh, uh, Lazy River, is that what this is? Yeah, I want a lazy river. That would be nice. And then finally- 
It's a picture of you photoshopped shaking hands with Iron Man. Yeah. It, You'd like to meet Iron Man? You wouldn't no, like to like wear a suit? suit. That's okay. what we, we just made a deal for a suit. Oh, I see. A real deal maker. Yep. Um, That's great. Um, That will be posted separately from this post. Yeah, you'll have to pay think... extra for it. It'll be yeah. a new tier on Patreon. Dang, I should make a vision board too, huh? Yeah. Maybe if you weren't so lazy, Tim, your life would be better. Maybe if you didn't have a miserable outlook like Katie Holmes, things would be going better for you. All right, Tom. Well, thanks for watching that movie. Yeah, well. What are we going to do next week, though? I don't know. We'll figure it out. We were going to go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, but but I'm not going to be around this weekend. We'll, we'll Just put a, skip whatever you're doing we'll this put weekend. Up a, I'm going to a wedding. Sam, Skip I'm it. officiating a wedding. You're not officiating shit. Who knows what could happen? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think we'll do. Maybe we'll do a one-off. There will be a poll up, but maybe there we'll will do, be a one-off. There's in, always in, a one-off. Down. There's always a one-off. We'll figure out what it's gonna be. All right. Well, uh, Tom, uh, mm-hmm. thank you for watching the movie. Thank you for making that vision board. You're welcome. Um, and to the patrons. Thank you for being patrons. We love you very much. Sound off in the comments. What would be on your vision yeah, board? Yeah, I want to hear that. Um, yeah, and I'm sorry. Uh, you know, Tom didn't explain the movie better. I explained it very you well. You explained it very thoroughly. Yeah. Um, I just had nothing to say. All right, bye, guys.